0: Good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of the 21 News Podcast. I'm managing editor Justin Mitchell, and uh, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And all month long, we're looking to highlight the challenges behind mental health struggles, as well as ways to overcome or those people who are helping to provide unique solutions. And with us today is one of those people. Uh, this is Terry Janeiro, Chairwoman of the Ryan G.M. Batista Helms Foundation of the Mahoning Valley. Last week, Terry was honored as the Ohio Association of County Behavioral Health Authorities Advocate of the Year Award for her work. So Terry, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you, Justin.
0: Um, so let's start by uh, you know that 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 award obviously had a, a lot of words in it, um, but it's all about this foundation. T- tell me about the foundation and, and how it came about.
1: Well, it is a mouthful that award, and it is it's an honor. It it is very humbling, and you know Dwayne Picarelli. I you know have to mention his name because he was the individual who had nominated me. And, you know, to those that are in Ohio on that board that has recognized, you know, the importance of not only, you know, getting involved in the community, but for recognizing art therapy, which a lot of people are very unaware of the profession. They don't understand the professional identity of the profession. And unfortunately, you know, it is not in our community as a as a service at this point. I mean, I think you can um, go into the hospitals and you will, if you said, hey, do you have an art therapist? They would say, sure. But a lot of them are also counselors and they're being used a lot of times more so for their counseling than they are the art therapy because in Ohio, that's the part that is the billable service. It's unfortunate that in Ohio, um, they have not passed the legislation, which they have been fighting for, you know, to my understanding is over 30 years. To make this a billable service, it's um, House Bill three hundred and fifty nine, and the legislation has been there. They've been fighting to make this um, again a billable service, like counseling is. You know, they have the the um, credentialing and the certifications and the accreditations, but they have not made that yet for art therapy. In Pennsylvania, it is. You know, and many other states, it is, but unfortunately, in Ohio. It has not happened yet.
0: So, tell me about what. Well, well, I guess there's. A, I have a lot of questions because I, I think we need to explain a, a lot about art therapy and exactly what it is and how it works and how the foundation came about but then i also want to get into this you know what it means that it's not a billable service in ohio and and how it's accessible or how it's not accessible as a result of that so i guess i want to start at the, the just the very beginning of that i mean talk to me about art therapy what is it that you guys
1: provide art therapy is a again it is a profession it is a standalone independent profession. And this has been a profession that has been around. And originally, it has it started as a master's in art therapy. And unfortunately, you know, in our area, probably the closest school is Ursuline College, which is up in Pepper Pike. Um, there is also Pennsylvania has Seen Hill. And I want to say Edinburgh offer the programs as well. And They were graduating art therapists. Again, these are master-leveled professionals, you know, that have to take, you know, they are, are board certified, you know, after, of course, receiving how many hours of client, you know, client care and under supervision. And they then realized, unfortunately, that as, you know, the graduates were coming out and they were trying to get into the workforce. That it was not a billable service, which means that the legislation has not passed for them to get licensures in Ohio. So what was happening is then the art therapists, when they would go to work, would have to work under somebody else. Which, for example, um, if you would go to the hospital, let's use Ak- Akron Children's Hospital. Um, amazing. You know, they have art therapists. and But they are considered into the bundling of the care there. So they are not, you know, you're not going to get a bill for art therapy. It's going to be part of that bundling of care It is a service that they provide. Now, if you went into a practice that did offer art therapy and had an art therapist, generally they are under a counselor, a licensed counselor. So therefore, when services are provided, it is billed as counseling. And sometimes people even say that the art therapy part is a modality. So until it becomes licensed a licensure in Ohio you cannot bill insurances for it because you know when you have to go through those hoops i guess we could say then the state comes in sets those guidelines and you have to meet those guidelines you have to have the testing and then you have to have the accreditations that will allow you to, you know to make that a billable service and also you know unfortunately it affects funding as well you know, for the foundation, because there are certain um, providers and certain, you know, like, let's say the mental health recovery boards or certain organizations that cannot provide or offer um, certain granting, I guess you could say, um, or certain funding, not saying that it's not available, but specifically for our therapy, because it's not a licensed profession. So therefore, they cannot provide funds given to them by the state to somebody or to an organization that does not have that certifications. So it, it does give you a little bit of a limit for some fundings. And because, again, it's not a billable service, it becomes difficult to generate that income from it. And that is why right now as a foundation, we are grant writing and we are searching for sponsorships and for those funds that will fuel this, you know, that will give us the ability to provide this service to, you know, so many organizations have called us, have asked for services, they want to start programs, you know, and, just like anybody else, you know, they're trying to get funding. We're trying to get funding, and we're all trying to work together.
0: So, and who, it, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, that's okay. <laughs> I, I who who benefits from art therapy? I mean, this is not Everybody. a t- topic that I'm particularly Justin, familiar with. I'm <laughs>
1: going to be honest with you, Justin. There is not an area of um, I don't I don't want to say. I'm just going to, I'm going to say it this way. The easiest way to say it, there are no limits. If you right now said to me, how about um, cancer? Yes, they are in, not in our area, unfortunately, but there are art therapists in facilities, mainly Cuyahoga. They are saturated with art therapists. Um, they have had their thumb on it for many years. You know, you're talking 30, 40 plus years. They have the art therapy um, group that is up there. Their art therapy studio. That provides these services and they graduate their individuals, they have those interns, and they are already getting jobs. Um, they are counselors also because the program did change to adjust to the fact that this bill is not getting passed. You know, they're struggling to get right. this bill passed. So, therefore, they combined counseling and art therapy as one program. So, when these individuals graduate, they then take the licensure for counseling and they take the test for our therapy as well. But the counseling part then becomes the billable part.
0: Is, is the therapy itself, um, I'm trying to sort of grasp for a way to sort of understand exactly how it works and who it helps. And what I'm, what's coming to my mind is something that's sort of, sort of an offshoot of like a mindfulness meditation sort of thing. Is it, is it along those lines or, oh, or yeah. am I way off? <laughs> no,
1: no, not at all. It, I think the difference is, is, and the hurdle, you know, that we've been um, jumping over with this is that, you know, you hear expressive art programs. And which, please, I am not taking away from any of that. That is so important, so very important. And there are organizations in our area who provide that and do an amazing job. And that's about art. Art therapy is about the art making process. It is Uh not about, you know, going in with a canvas and, you know, showing individuals how to use different techniques and how to, you know, Or even have like a a pre-printed type thing, you know, or do a craft. It is so much more than that. It is, again, about the process. It is about that journey. It is about giving a voice to where there is none. It is unspoken therapy. You know, you you can look at it that way to where, you know, you may have those individuals that have situations that they cannot communicate verbally You know, you have individuals who just because of disabilities cannot communicate Um, and it gives that voice. It gives those feelings. It gives that situation somewhere to go. And when it is used in that therapeutic setting by an art therapist, by a professional, they know exactly what to do, how to use what they're seeing. And how to use that as they progress Uh in treatment.
0: So it's really an integration of a few different things here. I mean, there is some intersection with, you know, a more traditional type of therapy, at least in the sense that that's where that's where this is more than just, say, art. It's art therapy because they're trained specifically in, you know, whatever it is that comes out in the art that they can sort of help to Absolute, channel. Ab,
1: and that is what it is about. It is not about the product. It, you know, right. a lot of people say, well, you know, you like a painting so If you walk away, you have your beautiful picture, you know, what is going to happen? What is, well, let's say produced um, at the end is this individual's interpretation or this individual's feelings or situation put down On a piece of paper. And they, you know, it's amazing. I have seen them work. I have seen the things they have done. And from the moment that you sit down, from the first thing you grab, whether it's, you know, a colored pencil or whether it's a marker or it's, you know, therapy starts right from that point by just what they choose and how they choose to use it. When you're asked a question, just, you know, something as simple as, you know, you know, I heard you were having a bad day and, you know, that something happened. And a lot of times, you know, there, there may be no conversation and, you know, what do you think about that? And, you know, if you were, um, you know, let's say a a tree, how, how would you feel? Like, how would your tree look? You know, and I, these are just very vague examples. I am not an art therapist. So I'm, you know, um, I'm not saying them in that, in that professional content, but This is what it is. And from what they start to put down shows exactly what is coming out on that paper. And they know how to take that, interpret it, and how to get actually more out of them and to get that level of comfort of (laughs) that nonverbal communication.
0: Because we're really awakening or utilizing a part of the brain that you know we're not all master communicators., um, exactly. and, and so you can't necessarily sit down. And I would imagine this is especially true of sometimes, you know, young children or people with uh, with various disabilities. but it's also true of just, just really anybody. Um, it, it's hard to tap into exactly how you're feeling. If you need therapy for any reason, whether it be from some trauma or just because quite frankly, I, I think therapy is a good idea for, for everybody. You need a way to sort of unlock whatever that is that you need to, to open up about. And this is a way to do that. Um, with somebody who's trained to interpret it by waking up that that other part of the brain, you know, I have something sitting on my desk that uh, is called a Buddha board, and it reminds me of this yes. as we're talking. You know, yes, I have seen. Know, yes, I've yeah.
1: Seen for those. anybody,
0: yeah, my wife got it for me for my birthday one year, and you know, and it and it helps me focus. And for anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's essentially a canvas that you paint on with water. You can paint anything you want and then it disappears and yes. uh and it's just about it, it, and when i use it it just helps me I, i'm less absent minded i and i know that i'm doing something to my brain that's keeping me focused now i've not given it the level of thought that uh that obviously goes into the therapy that we're discussing but it sounds like it's along those lines is that art does something and expression does something to another part of your brain than when you're just trying to sit down and talk about something and it may be hard to articulate
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and sometimes, like you said, you know, you don't even realize you're doing it. You don't. You, right. you know, they're just sitting there, and you know, let's face it. I think you know, you have those, you have doodlers, you have non-doodlers, mm-hmm. you know, who sit there and and they this and they that, you know. And sometimes, you know, to be honest, we've had situations where we have done in services, and we have come in just to show, you know, some relaxation techniques, some coping skills, some organizational. Um, You know, just mindfulness in, in kind of the craziness of the schedules and everything that has been going on, you know, the pandemic and, and just so many situations that are occurring now. And we did a um, just a little like a little in service and we were there and there was a lady. She was she was lovely. And we made these wants. And these are adults, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, you know, you get a a heavy eye roll here or there, you know, you know, maybe from the gentleman and you don't want to stereotype. (laughs) But and, you know, the one lady was there and man, her wand was so bedazzled. It had just about everything that was on the table. And she kept saying, I'm so not crafty I'm so not, you know, creative and, and which is not about that. Not at all. We were, you know, and you don't go on about that. You just let them go. You let them go. And all of a sudden yeah. you realize people are saying, well, you know, what are you going to use your wand for? Well, of course, you know, one person was going to get rid of taxes. One person was going to this, you know, and the lady held hers up and it was the most extravagant mod podge of just <laughs> everything. And she says, you know, I don't really know. She goes, I, I'm not sure if I'm getting this. She goes, but you know, I'm going to be totally honest with you. She was, I sat here for the last 40 minutes and thought nothing about work. I thought nothing about what I have to do at home. I have been at just a at total peace for these last 40 minutes. And there you go. Um, that speaks for itself. you know there are so many, again, so many different areas and how it works differently on different people. And, you know, like I said, this was just a typical in-service, you know, you have some adult children, you know, anymore, you don't even put an age on things because you're, you're, you're dealing with kindergartners who have seen, you know, grandparents, you know, pass away. They have seen shootings in front of them. The trauma, you know, that is there is, you know, just unthinkable and they have a difficult enough time expressing themselves sometimes and when you see what comes out in their process and it could be this you know just a home or it could be something but it's not just the house it's where are the windows are they all on the second floor are there some on the first floor you know what is around the house did they put a circle around the house these are things that are so significant and you also another thing that is very important with our therapy is that You don't want to use um, mediums or certain things, you know, whether it it could be glue, something as simple as glue that could actually be dangerous at that point. It will cause more of a decline. You know, it will Mm -hmm. it, it will have like regression, you know, certain things which I never realized this until they're like, Oh yeah. And they would say, you know, you don't want to give an individual who was going through this, anything that they don't have control over.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Anything that, um, you know, the, it it's just, you know, some individuals cannot transition from a simple colored pencil to a paint because of control issues. Um, like I said, it is amazing. It is amazing. Um, and they are in, like I said, mentally, physically, um, treatment, inpatient, outpatient. There is no area where this cannot be adapted and used.
0: Now, you mentioned, um, a, a sort of half jokingly, but you mentioned, you know, sometimes there's always the the eye roll from people. Oh, um, yes. When you talk sure. about this, mm-hmm. now, one thing that we talk about whenever you're dealing with anything that has to do with mental health care is that there's still a a certain amount of stigma even around the, the very sort of traditional types of therapy. What I I, I guess I'd like you to talk a little bit about overcoming that sense that, uh, you know, this is, I, I, I don't, I I don't know how people are characterizing it, but when they first hear about it, if they're not already open to it, they could really shut down and yet they could probably really benefit from
1: it. I think with, any therapy, I think finding the right fit is extremely important. Finding the right individual, finding, you know, that level of comfort. And I will say that with our therapy, it is very non-threatening. You know, they, mm-hmm. um, it is not that coming at you like, well, what do you think? What do you mean? You know, and all of those questions. yes, it is there in that, but it is not, you know, as, and, and I'm going to use an example. I'm going to go with this. Uh, we did a project during the pandemic. And this was one of the big things that Dwayne had stressed when he sent in the nomination to the Ohio station, Ohio association of County behavioral health authorities and the foundation just, you know, you need to do something. So I provided art art, projects, you know, um, expressive art project boxes to about 13 different facilities in Mahoney County under the Mental Health and Recovery Board and a couple other providers. And um, one of the facilities that we sent this to, um, she would call me and I would say, how, how are things going? She says, you know, I, I'm getting, you know, hesitation, but I'm having problems with everybody communicating. You know, when we have to sit in groups. I'm not getting responses. I'm, you know, not getting participation, you know, and this has been, uh, you know, a problem. So she says, I'm going to try this. So I says, okay, here's, this is what was suggested by the art therapist. You know, I'm going to send you this first. Let's try this. All of a sudden, you know, there was an interest generated. And she says, all of a sudden people, more people started to come. And next thing, you know, she says there, everybody was sitting around having a common interest and having a similar situation. And all of a sudden she says, then I was able to ask, Hey, you know, how is it going with, you know, your recovery? How, you know, when are you meeting with you, whether it's your case manager, your social worker, what is next? What are you looking forward to? And, you know, as one person was, participating, this would start talking. All of a sudden, another individual would chime in and say, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. And then it starts that conversation. So now you have these individuals who never realized how similar or how um, empathetic and how understanding they are to each other's situations because they've either been there or they have done that or had that experience or bring something new to the table that is helpful. And now here is the support person who is there now getting answers to these questions, but just in a format, again, that is not kind, you know, th- you could say threatening, um, but there it's not just coming at them. They have, and we'll use the word distraction, you yeah. know. Um, but now they're all sitting together realizing that this is this is what's going on. This this is how they are and how they're handling things. And next thing you know, um, which was wonderful, you know, the holidays were coming. They were now reaching out to other family members that they have never communicated with before. And it was so positive in that setting. And that was not even under the supervision of an art therapist. It was just planting that seed in there. And like I said, it started with a few. It grew and grew. Then they ran out of Mm -hmm. room. After that, would it would, you know, speaks for itself in a situation like that. So now,
0: in a state like Ohio, where this is not as readily available of a service as as certainly you know you you're advocating for, and you and you want this bill to be passed. Talk to me about the foundation and the role it fills. I mean, t- just first tell me the history of it. Tell me oh, and, and tell well, me what you guys do.
1: Well, you know, I. I'm going to just clarify one thing, Justin, it's art therapy is in Ohio. It is not billable, unfortunately, right now. And again, they've right. been fighting for over 30 years for this. It's very close, but you know how that goes.
0: And I'm right. sorry, I, I understood that. But yeah, what I meant yeah. was that it's not right. as accessible if it would, as it would be, if Mahoning it were
1: County. we're going to go, let's go with Mahoning. And sure. County. Yes. Cuyahoga saturated. They're <laughs> everywhere. It's just, unfortunately that just, for some reason has not come into our area. Well, I did not know this until, you know, uh, about three or so years ago. And, and I think a lot of people might, I try not to talk about it because then there's, I, you know, I, I cry. I, I'm one of those that cry, but um, my son, <clears throat> six years ago, it'll be seven in June, um, passed away at the age of 23. And he was a street artist and he was an artist and he, you know, and I laugh and I says, but he, he was a postman, you know, by the paid profession, I guess you could say.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, But he did art and not in, in a public way. And I know when you say street art, you, you know, there's a little confusion there, but. When he would tag something or he would do a mural, it was never publicly. It was not to deface property. It was not, um, you know, just somewhere when you drove by, you saw this, you know, a uh, tag that was up there. He would put it in places that were very just kind of personal to him. And he was down at the... Um, And I, and I never, I can't remember the name of it, but it's down where the old mills were. And there's that building that that is down there. And there's about three or four is where the, the trains came through. And I, forgive me, I can't remember it right now. And my understanding is, which I never knew this, is that he just tagged up those walls inside that building. And, you know, he just brought that old, like a a canvas. It was just like an old canvas. Mm -hmm. And he just brought that to light. the blight. That is there, you know, where everybody is like, geez, it's the steel mills and the decline. And no, he looked at it as an opportunity. And he went in there and he just did some amazing murals. And um, on the very top, from again, my understanding, because I I will not go there, but it was a very common area on the top for people to tag. Um because you could see it at some point from the freeway, which for him was very uncommon to do. but he planned this out, you know, um, and a street artist does not just grab a paint can and go start to face things. it's a process. There are books here. there are, you know, until you get that finished product. and mm-hmm. um unfortunately, um, <clears throat> off the edge of the building, he just was too close to the edge and probably was just. Wow spray painting with a pair of headphones on, which is what he did. And he fell. Oh. Yeah. So, um, but I think, and I think it was, I want to say it was Van Gogh who said he'd rather die of a life filled with passion than boredom. And I guess that would be the best way to say that, you know, he was 23, but he lived a very full (laughs) 23 and, um, and if that happens, which it does, um, I could not think of a better way, you know, or a better situation for it to have been in, I guess, is in it as morbid as that may sound, um, I, I don't it think it's
0: morbid, Terry, it was I mean, what
1: he loved, it was his passion and, you know, my son. Was not God knows he was not perfect that one, and I tell everybody, woof that one. He was a handful, <laughs> and he was as creative as his art was, and you know he had his struggles, you know, and you know as teenagers, you know we had five children here in the house, and you know they're up there, down there, everywhere, and he was a little more up and down, and you know we did see counseling, we did. You know, look for that person, that fit, to help get through those times, and to, you know, decipher what was normal and what was, you know, as a parent, Justin, and I'm, you know, and I'm, I can't speak for everybody, but as a parent, I was not that naive parent to think, oh no, not my children. (laughs) No, when you have that many, you just line them up and you pick a face, and um, just which one even looks guilty at the time, (laughs) Um, and. My concern was always why, you know, are they bad decisions or is it, you know, the way you're acting, making you feel different, feel better, feel worse? You know, why is, is, is my thing. And, um, his was a little different, you know, and he, like I said, he had those struggles and it was so unfortunate that at the time when he was going through this, that we could not find that fit. And we could not, I could only imagine how, I don't want to say easier, but how that time period would have been made more enjoyable as, as those teen years, if we could have found that an art therapist, or we could have found that fit. Um, But again, I never knew that that even existed, to be honest. And thank goodness, you know, he grew up and you know, we got through all of that and, you know, there he was, your postal carrier. And when this happened, the generosity of the community was overwhelming. And so what we did is we had taken the, all that money that was given to us and um, we went to the butler and gave money there, um, myself and also um, his father had given money to the butler, and we started the program there to um, be able to fund uh, some children through the summer so they can attend the programs that are there. And so then what I did is um, took the other um, portion plus some down to the mental health recovery board. And my husband at the time sat on the board down there and represented labor. So he would always come home saying, My gosh, Terry, you have no idea, no idea the needs of our community. So we thought, you know, what better place to, to give it to? And I did. We gave it to Dwayne and we said, Use it in the community where you feel is needed. And next thing I know, I receive a call and he says, NAMI, which is an amazing organization, and Hopaney, and who also wonderful human, uh, wanted to start an art program. And she did. And she did a beautiful job, beautiful. And there was a show the first year. And when we went, you know, we had a monetary award. And then I had purchased art kits for these individuals. And when I went there, as hard as that was to go and and to do that, um, a young man comes up to me and he got like a second place ribbon. And so he got an art kit and he comes up to me. And he had to be maybe 19, 18, 19. And he had come out of, you know, at that point, they come out of foster care and they are, he was at one of the homes up on the North side. And he says, I love this. He goes, I am so excited. He goes, I look, I know how to paint, you know, they don't Mm -hmm. have exposure to this and these materials. And I just, I'm like, I am so so happy. He goes, no, you don't understand. He says to me, he goes, at the end of the month, after they get their stipend, you know, um, their money, he's like, you know, I don't, we don't have enough money to find the transportation, to get to where they could buy supplies and to have this and, and to kind of fuel this interest. And I'm thinking, you know, This kit maybe cost me $25, $30. I don't know. And I'm thinking, I spend $25, $30 on sometimes some of the stupidest things. And here's this young man. And I I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed for myself. And I thought, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't believe what this is. I know what it did in my house. Like I said, my son, you didn't dare leave a piece of paper on the table. Oh my (laughs) gosh. By the next morning, it was polluted with the, cra- some of the craziest stuff. And I, I used to say to spend a day up in your head. Oh my Lord. And I know what it did for him because that is what calmed him. That is what kept him grounded yeah. no matter what happened, no matter how bad things were, that is where he came back to, you know?
0: And so and- from just that, that layman's understanding of what you had seen, you even not knowing art therapy was a thing, you were able no. to.
1: I I couldn't you know, believe it. I thought, how can you not be exposed to art? How you know, and to know that this is in there, you know. I mean, the level of pride. Yeah. You know, it's not talent. It, it had nothing to do with talent. It or or you know, like you said, the art itself. It had to do, in my mind, was the level of pride he had in what he did. And that he was exposed to that. And they just, you know, beamed, beamed with this saying, oh my gosh. And, and then to hear that, you know, they don't have that resource and that ability to express themselves, you know, in this way, where in my house it was just, it was every day that, that was just who you were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went to Duane and, After that, and I, I was just, you know, again, I I was humbled. And then Hope had another art show the next year, and our family, um, we just funded it from there out, you know, because it it had to happen. And she had more participants, and then she was getting some involvement, you know, from the community. And she says, you know, this is really getting a little bit bigger. So when it came into the third year, the soap gallery contacted me. And said, hey, would you like to have your show here? You know, as opposed to we were up at the, the the community center up on the north side. And I says, oh, my gosh, these to put their art on a venue like that, how exciting would be, that be? I mean, yeah. they're so excited, what they, but to put it in a gallery setting, I says, oh, my gosh, to say, yes, your art is up there. So we did. We did do that. And, of course, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I, I'm a mom. I, I have no idea, you know. So thank goodness Dwayne says, you know, again, Dwayne is, I'm going to say his name a thousand times. He is amazing.
0: We love Dwayne.
1: Oh, I love him. <laughs> we... I can just kiss him. Oh my gosh. He is a wonderful person. And um, I said, listen, I, I'm going to need some help on how to do, to do this. How do you get this going? He says, let me make a few phone calls. Well, you know, the word kind of got out well. Jody from down to potential development says, "Let let me help you." And then we were then we brought in some of their art from there from the kids. Then um, Drug Free Mahoney County and AmeriCorps, you know, came in and they will help you. We will help you. And God bless them. They gave me direction. They gave me help. They helped me with brochures and this and that. And next thing you know, boom, we have a fundraiser. You know, we had the purple cat band there and it people donated art. Some people would put their name on it and some would not because of that stigma. They were people in right. the community. They've been using art um, on their own, you know, as their coping and as their, you know, respite. And but they said they didn't want people to know that, you know, they had these struggles. So some would and some wouldn't. So, you know, but they donated it. And then I raised money. And I says, well, here, Dwayne, take the money, go and get art supplies for all these facilities. So that, and he says, you know, we don't have that kind of funding to have art programs and this and that. And I says, well, well, you know, we'll fix that. You know, here's me, just fix it, you know. Um, So he then gave me a phone number up to Akron. And this was to, um, there's a foundation up there that does a beautiful art uh, show every year and to raise a lot of, mo- they raise a lot of money. And from there, I went to a phone call on this person's desk and then that person. Was, and then I landed on a desk of um, Lacey who worked for the art therapy studio. And let me tell you, from there, she I learned about what an art therapist was. I learned about what they did. I learned about how they are in the community out there and the, and the level of involvement. And I came to Dwayne and I says, you know, well, who has an art therapist? Nobody even knew what it was. <laughs> you know, so I then um, brought somebody down to meet with the providers of the Mahoney County Mental Health Recovery Board. And, you know, introduced this and introduced this profession. And um, Alta had stepped up. And they hired an art therapist there who was wonderful. Heidi is amazing. And she has the supervision skills and just so passionate about what she does in, you know, with our therapy. And so they hired her. She had some interns and there's also um, Kayla finished her interning and now works for Alta as well. So things started to grow. You know, we had um, some services in Meridian, and then people started to ask for services. And, you know, we were very limited. I have an art therapist that I use, you know, from time to time to do, to provide these services, but then it started to grow and it started to grow. And then when they went out to the campus of care, when Alta had gone out there, I sponsor, it it is not my art therapy studio, but I sponsor the art therapy studio on the campus so they can get programs going um, through Alta. And now, with the level of um kind of commitment, you know, from the community and and wanting to add this, you know, to their programs and start, you know, incorporating this. You know, I had to get a grant writer. because There's, you know, how else you're going to get your funding? You know, and then you have to let people know that, you know, listen, you know, because it's not billable, because you can't get accreditations. You no, know, you do have that limit. But people want this to happen, and it needs to happen, and it involves the community. And that's where we're at now, is building on that so that we can be a provider. We already have the 501c3 status to be that independent provider of services. So that's where, and we don't, it's not the counseling, it's strictly art therapy that we are bringing in.
0: And it truly all just starts with several different people seeing the value from a different perspective and then working together. I mean, the community came together here all around yes,
1: all around what you had
0: witnessed, you know, without without any level of expertise, but just that that intuition as a mother that this had this had value terry yes. th- i mean the th- this th- this is astounding the work you're doing i, I can't believe how long this we have been going so far i mean some of these podcasts last 10 minutes i think we're coming up on a half an hour here oh,
1: or I'm more no, 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 sorry, no.
0: i am not by any means complaining i'm saying oh, that as a I, good thing
1: it, it i'm has saying become just you know it's overwhelming your passion is, <laughs> is
0: is truly inspiring. And I, I really appreciate the work you do. And I appreciate the, your time today. And, uh, and I thank you. Thank you very, very much for all that you're doing.
1: Justin, I, Oh, thank you for what you're doing over and getting this out there, getting it out there. And this is how it has happened. And this is how it continues to happen. Um, So thank you.
0: I would thank, thank you. And I, and I wish you continued success as this continues to Come together in its uh, in its serendipitous way, as it were.
1: Yes, thank you, thank, thank you. 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 Keep working on your Buddha board. Relax, <laughs> Just relax, Just relax.
0: I, if I relax too much, we're all in trouble. But
1: thank <laughs> you.
0: But thank you, thank you very much, Terry.
1: Thank you, and you have a wonderful day.
0: You too. Thank you.
1: Uh huh. Bye bye.